Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Cigars and Opinions with your host, Sean. Say hey. Hi. That was my wife. And now... It is time to get into... The... Guard on Patrol segment. Go ahead and take it away, Sean. Thank you, Sean, and hello, my party people. And, uh, it's, uh, good to... Good to be here with the, uh, Guard on Patrol segment. And with a brand new phone, I might add. So the quality is different. I'm using a new phone. If you hear a loud beeping going on right now, um, don't blame me. It's not my fault. It's the stupid uh, it's the stupid golf cart won't shut up. Um, and if you can't hear it, that's even better. Uh, so, my wife and I decided we needed new phones and a new phone service because I could never use my phone at home. And this changes that. Because the service I was going through, Straight Talk, they were bought out by a shitty company that uh, every single time they buy out a service, um, I'm not sure. I don't remember what company bought them out. I don't remember the name of it right now. But whatever company bought them out, well, they'll buy out a company and they'll purposefully make that company's shit just completely shitty. Like, they bought out, they bought out, um, Straight Talk. And before they bought out Straight Talk, my phone worked perfectly at home. Everything worked perfectly. Everything was fine. I didn't have no problems. I didn't have any complaints. The only problem I'd ever have is I'd be sitting there minding my own business and then all of a sudden I'd need to get a new phone because, well, let's just say Sean and Technology does not go together. Like, not often. This Sean and technology do not go together. And, uh, blame it on the technology mostly because the. I, like, I, I pay for something, I expect to get what I pay for. 
either shit doesn't start, either shit starts to slow down and I can't use it anymore properly. Or, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there minding my own business and I accidentally drop my phone and it cracks. And I'm, I'm talking accidentally drop it. I'm not talking about the times I throw it on the ground and bust it. Um, cause I've done that plenty, but there's other times where I'm, I'm not doing, I'm trying to do that. I'm not trying to hurt nothing. I'm not trying to break anything. And then all of a sudden, you know, shit gets dropped on the ground by accident. And then I need to buy a new phone because, well, it was dropped onto a cardboard box or something and, it, and the screen shattered. Funny how I can drop a phone, I could drop a phone directly onto a bunch of fucking uh, cement and you know, throw it down and nothing happened to it. And then one moment it drops onto something softer. And instead of staying, uh, instead of staying in one piece, it breaks. So. It's just funny. I actually have a story about that. My brother dropped his, uh, through his once. My brother, uh, it's in Florida. He, uh, dropped his phone once. And... When he dropped his phone, it hit the ground, and it was fine. Or when he threw his phone, it, it hit the ground, and it was fine. He threw it another time, same phone, and when he threw it the other time, it fell into a bunch of clothing, and the screen was cracked. And it was intact beforehand. So he had to, he had to live with a cracked screen for a while. Which is just fucking annoying. Really fucking annoying. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't. It's really annoying when, when the screen cracks, but the paper part in the back don't. You know what I'm talking about? The part where you are actually able to see the screen. The reason why you're actually able to see it, because if that cracks, then you don't, can't see it no more. Um, that polymer sheet, whatever it's supposed to be. Um, yeah. It's just fucking ridiculous. But, um, my phone's been giving me trouble since, for, for the last six months. At least six months. And uh, I haven't really been able to use it at home or nothing. So it's just been like, really? Why? Like, why do you honestly feel the need to be so sh such a shitty? piece of technology and 
Here's the thing. I got in touch with Straight Talk and they told me I had perfect service on their end. Which was bullshit, because I didn't. I did not have perfect service. I did not get my service. And there was absolutely no reason for me not to get my service. And I spoke to them more than once about it. And every time, they just asked me to do the same thing and told me that if it, if it's still bad to give them a call back. And so I would do that, phone would go, be turned off and then turn back on. And once it was turned back on, it would work for about five minutes. And then after five minutes, it would stop working again. But I always got service at work. Like, I never even had a problem with service at work. And my wife and I were both on the same, with, with the same company um, on different plans. My phone would not work and would be five feet away from hers, if that. It wouldn't even be that far away from her. It'd be like right next to her phone. And I would not get service but she would be able to watch whatever she wanted to watch, do whatever she wanted to do on her phone, play any games she wanted to play, do anything she wanted to do. She would be fine. I, on the other hand, would not. I, on the other hand, would get absolutely no service and would be like, why the hell am I not getting any service? Well, she got service. And we literally paid for the same plan. So for a whole six months at least, at least I would get absolutely nothing. She would get everything she wanted on her own. So I just, I let it go. And eventually her phone started getting to the point where it was fucking up. So she mentioned her phone fucking up and I'm like, okay, well, welcome to my world. I mean, my phone's been fucking up for the longest. I mentioned it more than once. So she was like, okay, well, when we have the money to, we need to switch our phones over to a different thing, or we need to get new phones. And I said, uh, I don't know about you, but I don't want straight talk anymore. Because they haven't been giving me service, service at home for the last six or seven months. It's at least been six months, at the least. So, I'm like, well, I haven't been getting service for the, for the longest. And she and I have been talk, talked about it more than once. And so she said, uh, well, when we have the money to do so, we need to switch services or something. So, the other day, uh, I got this phone and she got her phone. And we got basically the same phone and we went to Cricket. The people at Cricket were helpful, very helpful. The people, the people over with Straight Talk helped me out and I, I got my things set up quickly. However, she was giving, being given the runaround a lot. And we figured it out. So now I have this new phone, she has her new phone. 64 gigs worth of memory. 
twice what we had before with the old phones, which had only 32 gigs. I am happy with it. Except for when it decides to fuck up at the house sometimes. But it's not nearly as bad as it was with uh, Straight Talk. Like, you can't expect it to be perfect. Um, not when you live out in the country. If you live in a city, you're... Um, of course, you're going to get decent service with whatever phone company you're with because there are so many towers in the city, but there's not that many towers in the, uh, there's not that many towers in the country. So, you got more towers working in the, in the city than you do in the in the country but uh for all intents and purposes our phone should not have been having problems my phone should not have been having a problem because literally my wife got good service and i got shit service and our phones were literally right next to one another so you know but uh i digress Anyway, that's what's been going on with me, I suppose. Alright, I'm going to hand it over to Sean with the main segment, and I'll catch all y'all next time. Till next, till next week, my party people, this is the Guard on Patrol segment. On over. Take it away, Sean. Ah, hello my party people, and welcome back to the main segment. So, this is episode 36, and since episode 32 was a guard stories segment, That means this one's a guard story segment. Let me tell you some interesting stuff. So, y'all guys like hearing stories about, um, things that go, that, that happen, right? Just random shit that happens. There was a post where I worked 
things happened often. There were posts that I worked where things didn't happen at all. Uh, <laughs> and I'd been there for quite a while. There were times, there, there were posts where I would literally be taking a body out once a week. And I'd have to put it in my report and all that. But never really hear much about nights where it's just absolutely nothing goes on it's just silent the night is quiet nothing special happens you never really hear about those <laughs> you might probably thinking well why would we want to hear about those those nights seem kind of boring well yeah they are boring which is why no one talks about them. One day where I had absolute zero headache while I was at work. All I did the whole shift was walk and do my patrols. I tell you what, there was one patrol, one place I patrolled was just me, it was just a giant building. As a matter of fact, I've told you stories about this place before. Most nights when it's quiet and I have nothing to do and there's nothing special going on, which was most nights, if they looked at the cameras the next day, all they would see is me walking through the halls, dancing. Dancing, singing, and running on through the halls. Like, literally. That would be exactly what they see. Me running through the halls, dancing and singing. So, with that being said, there was absolutely no reason anybody to think that all security officers are is assholes not all of us are assholes uh, I'm an asshole but that's different I'm an asshole when I'm off duty I'm friendly to you when I'm on duty but I'm an asshole when I'm on duty unless you're one of my supervisors or you are an, a fellow officer, or you are obviously if you're if you're there if you're there, there's no reason for you um, to worry about me being an asshole to you because I'm a security officer. I'm on duty. I need to be that way. But I am absolutely, unequivocally, an asshole when I'm at home. The wife knows it. The wife loves me. Regardless. 
My family members know it. My family members love me regardless. And... The in-laws tolerate me. I don't... I don't necessarily know... I can't go further than saying that, really. Because half the time we butt heads... And, and all that. And we've done it more than once. And one of the times I butted heads so much with one of them... Not physically. But I butted heads so... So much with one of them... That I legitimately ended up going back to Florida because of it. But, uh, let me tell you working that site and doing that for many years was nice. Matter of fact, I was working there before I left Florida this last time. And I'd do the same damn thing all the time. I'd go in there. I'd dance around as I did my patrols and shit. Not so much after my mom died, but I would still do it. I'd still go in there and dance around and shit. Um... I could say she had just came home from work. So. Yeah. <sighs> she practically worked herself to death. But I digress. Trying not to get my, trying not to make myself get a second job, and it's hard in this kind of economy, because I know I'm never going to be able to afford a house on my own if I can't. If I don't work a second job, and I can't make my wife work because she's. She's not going to be able to do it that well. They're going to place her somewhere. They're going to want her to be more active than she can be. Or she won't be. She has health issues. So if they make her work. Or if she gets a job and they make her work. A lot of hours. She could work where I work. And do security there. But they're not looking for security guards there. Because they have one guard that doesn't ever freaking stay awake. When he's on duty. But they won't fire him because he's black. And I really don't care if people get pissed off at me for saying that. They legitimately are keeping him on because he is black. That is legitimately a reason they are keeping him on. Because they don't want to fire him and then backlash from the left. Which I think is ridiculous. If you're sleeping on the job, he he been fired for a reason. 
Mother Lover was uh, sleeping on the job. But, no. They won't do it because they get backlash from the left if they do that. So... Shit would that that shit would get on my nerves. I'm lucky I don't own a business. I would have I, I would be ran out of ran out for, for acting for being known as being a racist. Even though I'm not. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna get back to the stories in a moment, but I'm just gonna say this outright on the podcast even. Look, <laughs> if I owned my own business and I fired a black guy because he, you know, fell asleep on the job or whatever reason, whatever valid reason, and the left tried to paint me as a racist, I'd be like, well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's be racist then. Alright, I'm not hiring any more black men because you people want to act like that. Let's make it a double thing and say um and say I'm also sexist and say I'm 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 not gonna hire a black woman. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not racist. <laughs> not in the least am I racist. But <laughs> if they wanna f- it's me, I will fuck right back. <laughs> and of course, there's probably people listening to this thinking, hmm, yeah, um, you sound pretty racist to me if you're saying that. Well, you gotta understand one thing about me. If you're gonna fuck with me, but you're not willing to be fucked back with, don't fuck with me. Because I'm not going to be nice. I will be a dick. I am an asshole. Anyway. I would legitimately do that though. Very much so I would rather not fire some. If I owned a business I'd very much so rather not fire somebody. But if they broke rules and made it something that's grounds for being fired, well, sorry, pack your shit up and get out. Clean your desk, clean your workstation, whatever you have, and get the hell out. You're not here anymore. I don't care who you are. But, you know, um, there's a lot of people out there that uh, do give two shits. It's like, hey, don't look at me. Old dude did that to himself. He got himself fired. But naturally people on, you know, uh, 
people in BLM and all that would be like, well, he fired him because he's a racist. Why would I have hired him in the first place if I was racist? I'm sorry to say it, but, um, yeah, there's nothing stopping a, a, a white guy from, or there's nothing stopping a white guy or anybody, really, from hiring someone of another, from, from deciding he doesn't want to hire someone from another race. Even if the person's a good fit for the company and would do the job well, there's nothing stopping them from saying, I don't want you here. I don't want to hire you. You can say, oh, well, there's that. There's a law against it. No, not really. An employer can hire who he wants. There's no quota of you have to have such and such amount of black people. You have to have such and such amount of Indians or, you know, whatever. Jewishes, Jewish people. Or... I don't know, Celtic people. There's no, there, there, there's nothing saying that you have to have a certain amount of, a certain amount of people of this color in order to run your business. Nothing. There's nothing that says that. There's nothing that works that. It just doesn't happen. So that being said, that there's nothing that, that stops that. That being said. There's absolutely no, there's absolutely not a single thing stopping a racist person that owns a business from being a racist owner. They have the right to run their business the way they want to. That means if they don't want to hire people of a different race, they don't have to hire people of a different race. And quite frankly, I think it's asinine, you know, but ultimately, that's on that business owner. Um, if they want to run a business and take it, take, I'll take a, uh, um, story from Aziz Ansari. Um, he was talking about this uh, one guy who was racist. He was a uh, locksmith. I think it might have just been an analogy, but um, dude was racist against Chinese people or something like that. There's no reason for him to hate Chinese people, but he hates them. Well, eventually enough Chinese people would call his shop to be able to make him be like, well, damn, I'd have a whole lot more business if I actually didn't act like that. And quite frankly, he would have been able to add more racism to his, or add more racist things to say to, to... And anyway, I'm not getting into that, but basically, basically saying, if 
you can't afford to be racist when it comes to customers. Just take whoever you can get as a customer. You can't necessarily afford to be racist. I don't know. I think I've gone on on a long tangent now. I've gone on on such a long tangent. I'm pretty sure. So one of the guys at my job, right, was talking about getting me, um, getting me into a game with him, a game of League of Legends. Now I recently got a new phone. It has 64 gigs in it, so I can hold a lot more in my phone. And uh, I downloaded League of Legends, knowing full well that this was at work last last night. Yeah, last night. This was at work last night before I went home. I downloaded League of Legends and uh, started playing it as I'm sitting in the guard shack waiting to go home because I already finished my last round. So I downloaded it after my last round of the evening and uh, I'm minding my own business playing the game. That game did nothing but piss me off. I don't even like PvP stuff. But. You know. I guess. Technically I should have been. Shouldn't have been playing the game. And I should have been paying attention to the cameras. Even though. Nothing is on the cameras. But the. Areas in which I could. Literally stand outside the guard shack. And look at Because we only have certain cameras we can look at. They only want us looking at certain cameras. So. It is what it is on that one. But. I'm minding my own business. Playing the game. Getting pissed off at the game because I fucking hate PvP. And most of your shit on there is PvP. And, uh... I just don't know about that game. What I do know is you guys want to hear some stories. And I have been doing this for 21 minutes, almost 22 minutes. And I have not exactly given you a single one. So let's do, let's fix that. We're going to fix it by 
me telling you a story. So, let's see. Well, one day, um, one day I was working this, uh, construction site. That was my... I was running around the construction site and uh I had to do patrols every now and then. I had just gotten off a 12 hour shift and was doing another 12 hour literally right back to back and then I had another 12 hour after that right after. So I'm this is like Seven AM, eight AM, somewhere around there. I had a total of about thirty minutes between between shifts to get from one shift to the other. They weren't very far away from one another, probably like ten minutes. Maybe, maybe well, I had about a total of an hour between shifts actually think so not really very long between shifts to get from one to the other I had long enough to be able to get from one to the other without a problem and be able to get drinks and stuff to refill so that I had no problem this was when I was I think it was the first time or the second time I was getting ready to move here and I was working two different companies one company was giving me overtime hours. Um, they were giving me 12 hours overtime. And, uh, working me 40 hours during the week. And 12 hours on the weekend. And then, I had a second job that worked me 24 hours altogether. Just so I could try and make some money off. Just so I could try and make some money to save up. All together, it was like 52 hours with one company and 24 hours with the other. Let's see. Hold on. Give me a second. Two and twenty-four. Two plus four, six, six, six. Five plus two is seven. Seventy-six hours a week altogether with both companies combined. Anyway, um, so it was a decent chunk of time. Anyhow, so I just got off one shift and I was heading on to the other shift. Now keep in mind, it's only illegal if they're doing that with the same, if you're doing that with the same company. So if I was working 60, or if I was working a whole 76 hours 
with just the one company. And I was working those three shifts back to back to back. Then yeah, I would get fired. I, I could get fired and I could get fined for working like that. But I couldn't get fined for doing that because it was with two different companies. There's the loophole. Two different companies. Neither one of the companies could get in trouble for it. And they both already knew what I was doing. So... That's... It was okay with them as long as I didn't, you know... As long as I could handle it. I had a very caring boss. He actually cared about his employees. And I can say that I've seen him, I've heard him working out, uh, work working out on one of the sites. Heard about him working one of the sites before. He was more than willing to get out there and do the job if he couldn't find anybody else to do it. So... And he didn't gripe about having to do it. He just did it. Of course, he he knew he could count on me. He could count on my mom and... All of that. They could count on him. So... If we weren't busy, he'd ask one of us to help out. And we would happily do it. As long as we get trained on the site, we'd happily do it. Anyway. So, I'm going from one post to the next. I stop off, get drinks and food to eat. And then I go into the site. This is during the morning. Early morning till evening. 12 hour shift so I'm I'm working this 12 hour shift I start where start over there you know um sitting there I'm like you know what I'm gonna go inside one of these buildings and sit and and, and look over the gate so I did it I went into the building walked around through the building sat watched the gate Wouldn't you know I'd get tired as hell sitting there and have to get up and walk around. And nothing happened. It was a quiet shift. And it it sounds like I'm complaining when I talk about it. I'm not. Anyone who's worked security knows you you don't complain. (laughs) Don't complain if it's quiet. Because if it's... If it's not quiet, you have to do something. You have to get the cops involved, usually. But, I mean, I had friends with me before. I've had friends show up to one of the, one of the sites I was working before and sit there with me. Um... Uh, the tower 
I was working at. Um, sometimes my wife would have to drop me off or she'd be coming to pick me up. And uh, she was my girlfriend at the time, obviously. Or fiance. But she's my wife now, so. Yeah, suck it. Haha. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> uh. I, I am still very happy about that. Not a day goes by, I don't think. I don't think about how happy I am. When it comes to. When it comes to. Coming home to a wife. Her in particular. Coming home to her in particular. But. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Um. One thing I'm very happy about when it comes to the when it comes to doing these jobs are the times when things are quiet and you actually have a moment to breathe. My wife and I, when she was dropping me off or picking me up, usually when she was dropping me off, she would come with me. So she she would ride up, take the take the truck up to the top of the top of the parking garage. We'd sit up near the top of the garage and look out at the look at look out at the skyline. She loved looking out at the skyline. Absolutely loved it. And keep in mind, this is the same place she worked too. When she was working there, she was able to go up there and look at the skyline all she wanted to. The thing is, it was a, it was windy, because you're like five or six stories in the air, so it's like you're up in the air, you're you're up there a ways. Not only that, but we were right there by a river, so we were right there by the water. think it was the river it I don't know it could have been the could have been the gulf who knows Uh, there's a place called Marina Jack right across the street if that tells you anything so it got windy there But, uh, that was nice. And there was another place I worked that was also nice and quiet 99% of the time. I'd say maybe 96 or 97%, possibly. It was quiet. 
I'm not going to say 100% because it wasn't quite 100% of the time. Sometimes we had problems. Security guards would have to take care of them. We'd have to go out onto their beach. They had a um, they had a private beach, which is basically part of the beach is owned by the people that own the condo condo park. And what would happen is we would have to go out there and tell people that were trespassing that did that weren't there. Um. Like they were supposed to be. We'd have to go out there and tell them. Hey look you gotta go. You can't be here. It's just go over that way. A few feet. Usually it's, usually it's right on the end of the beach. Right on the end of their private area. On either side. Um. Cause I've never seen anybody. In the middle area. Do that. But I had to. I had to do some exercising at that time because I had to run, get all of the chairs, and throw them up by the sand dunes, and uh, I'd have to get all of the umbrellas and put them down, make sure they're all down at the end of the day when people aren't supposed to be on the beach no more, and uh, I'd do that, but... At the same time, I wouldn't want to do it. So, I'd do it. I'd get it done and get it out of the way. And then I'd sit out on the beach for a while. In the last, in one of the last chairs. I'd sit on the beach. And I'd wait for either being called to go up to the guard shack or being called to, um being radioed over over the radio well sometimes my wife would come out there when we had time Um, my wife would get off work or she would be coming to pick me up because I didn't drive and so she'd sit there and um, the guy that worked there knew uh, knew, knew me quite well, knew my mom quite well, the the captain of the site knew me and my mom quite well, and uh, he uh, met my wife and took a shining to her, he was an awesome guy, I absolutely do miss talking to him, he was a great, he, he, he was a great guy. And he was, at one point, a supervisor of mine. This is the one thing I can say about a lot of the supervisors for security. A lot of them are cool people. I can't tell... I can't honestly tell you how many of them are actually pretty cool people. And they're, you know... But they... Nine times out of ten, your supervisor also worked the same shifts you did when it comes to security because your supervisor ain't just coming in out of corporate not like your office workers can do one office worker we had right came directly out of corporate she didn't really seem like a very cool person to me at first but 
then again, I never really had to deal with her after meeting her a couple times. Her and my mom got along, got along swimmingly. But I just, I never really looked at her and was like, that's, that's the supervisor I'd like to hang out with outside of work. Because she... You know, I, I don't even honestly have a reason to say that. That I wouldn't have. Because... She didn't give me no problems. Ever. And she always... Like most supervisors for security, she asked me if I would work the shift. Not told, not told me I would work the shift. She asked me. I had one supervisor try to tell me I was working a certain shift and I told him straight up. I looked at him, I'm like, dude, I am busy. I can't work it. So you're going to have to look for somebody else. And then there were certain sites where I was, by a different supervisor, was asked, by a different supervisor, I was asked to go out to certain sites. And I'd find out that there were people on those sites that I didn't like. The kind of people I don't like. And I'd look at the guy, I'd, I'd look at my supervisor, I'd be like, look, you can't send me out here anymore. There's no way, if you send me back out here, this site is not going to be secured like it needs to be. You would be, you'd be doing a disservice to the client. As much as I don't like the site, you'd be doing a disservice to them. You'd be doing a disservice to the company by sending me out here. And you would be insulting me by sending me out here. Which makes me want to quit. And of course, I never quit like that. But that's because he never asked me to go out to places I didn't want to go to anymore. He asked me one time. It was a place where they had removed me from the site because... Let me tell you that story, actually. So I'm minding my own business. I'm on this site, right? This place makes boats. It's a boat-making company. And, uh... I'm minding my own business. It's... It's time for uh, the workers to come in in the morning. So I'm sitting out, standing out there, watching everybody come in, checking their IDs, like you do with gatehouses. Gatehouse jobs, you always check IDs. So I'm checking these IDs, watching them sign in, making sure that everybody signs in. making sure they have their glasses and their earplugs so they can work safely. If they don't have their glasses or their earplugs, I tell them, hey, look, um, you need to get your, you, you, you need to put on, you need, I need to give you one. Hold on. Let me go around here into the guard shack and grab a pair. Or, you know, they there's a 
bundle of ear earplugs they could put in. There's a bunch of them, just so that they have them. Hold on one second. So, I'm there, doing my thing, watching these people come in and in for work, and minding my own business, and, uh, everything goes swimmingly there. Then, a boat it's supposed to be taken out of the place. So they have a truck come in. A semi come in and pick pick up a boat. Well, this idiot decides to park directly in line with the damn gate. Okay? I'm trying I'm like, okay. Why are you stopped here? But it doesn't tag that the guy is in the way of the gate. For some reason, the sensor doesn't catch it. And the gate starts closing. Well, I have to start hitting the button to try and stop it from closing. Okay. This gate's going to close on the damn boat. This guy's in the way of the damn gate. And it's gonna close on the boat. So, I'm hitting the button to try and stop the gate from closing, and the gate's not listening to the button. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. So I can't do anything. One, I'm not about to throw myself in the way of a of an electrified... It's not electrified. It was, um... An electric gate. You know, one of those gates that opens and closes on their own. Unless you have... I mean, it doesn't open on its own. Or close on its own, necessarily. But... If you hit the button to close the gate... Or you hit the button to open the gate... The gate... Once it's open for so long, the gate eventually closes itself... That's the only way that it's an autom- automatic. The gate would open all the way by itself. Or you'd, you'd push the button to open the gate. It would open all the way and stop. After it got completely open. If it did not see... With the sensor that there was a boat or anything in the way... It would close on its own after probably like two or three minutes... So I'm trying to hit the button to stop it from closing. And it's not listening to the button. And I'm not about to throw myself in front of that gate. I'm not about to throw myself in front of a moving gate. I don't... I don't I don't care... What you guys think. You know? I, I don't care what the owner of the company thinks. Oh, well, my boats are precious and blah, 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 whatever. Nope. Sorry, my life is more important 
Not that a gate closing would take my life, but... Well, I'm not about to get in the way of the gate when it's moving. It's a safety hazard. You could get hurt. So I'm not going to do that. I don't know what came of it afterward because I was legitimately told that uh, I'm not allowed to come back out there because the guy says, and I quote, the guard closed the gate on the boat and it scratched the boat. Now, first of all, If it's going to happen, it's going to barely tap it. And then it's going to stop moving. Because there was resistance. Second, the boat was covered. So the boat was never hit. The boat, the cover for the boat was hit. But they had to scrap the whole boat. Because something hit it. So. They had to make a whole new boat. Just to be sent out. Because the driver decided he wanted to stop right there. With the boat in the way of the gate. So I said you know what. Okay. Well, I'd, I'd hate to be I hate to be this way, but <clears throat> if this is how they're going to treat their guards, if this is how they're going to act, I have a rule that I will never work out here again myself. I will refuse. I will never work out here in the future again. And anybody that asks me. I am going to tell them straight up and straight up at that point. If you want to lose me as an employee, you will ask, you'll you'll ask again. Well, I ended up caving because a supervisor later on down the road was pretty cool, and I didn't want to be a complete dick and leave him high and dry. So I did work out there again. Years later. After the guys had already quit. And were already gone. So I worked out there again. And uh, sat in the golf cart. It was, an over- it was overnight. So I got in the golf cart. It was like... Um, late night till 7 in the morning, I think. 8 in the morning. 8 in the morning because it was in Florida so it was like 8 hours from midnight to 8 yeah it was from midnight to 8 and basically it was a weekend so all I had to do was drive the golf cart around all night anyway and in the morning, I wouldn't have to worry about workers coming in because it was a it was a weekend. So all I would have to do is sit there and mind my own business. 
and and do my rounds. And I wouldn't get in any trouble for doing it because the people that knew me before were not there anymore. Site Captain was a pretty cool guy. I liked him. I have him on Facebook. But, um... I haven't really... I haven't talked to him in a long time. I think he's... I think he retired from security. I don't know... I don't know if he has or not. He doesn't... He never really acted... Like he was old enough to retire ever. When I... When I saw him. He was always very eccentric. Very... Um hand signally like he'll sit there and when he's talking he'll throw his hands around because he was one of those kind of people he was from Boston I think he was from Boston I'd have to ask him I know he lived in Boston or Brooklyn one of the two but uh, he was a great guy Oh, I absolutely enjoyed every time. Every time I talked to him, it was like a it was like a colorful picture being painted for me. He was good friends with my mom too, because my mom worked out there too, and he was good friends with her, and he was good friends with me. And he even told me himself, we don't believe that you did anything wrong, but they're, you know, the company, um, they don't want you out here anymore because you were the guard on duty when the boat got, when the boat got hit by the gate. And, uh, I even seen it on camera. We even seen the whole thing on camera. So. I'm like, Okay. I'm not holding it against any of them. I'm just gonna say, dude with the dude driving the driving the thing was a dumbass. I will hold that with the company that we that we were working for. Their higher ups. I will hold that to their higher ups, and that's it. And the boat driver. My driver. Those are the only people I will hold that to. But, uh, it's a lot of cool people there. I never met any of the actual workers themselves, um, other than seeing them at the gate. But the guys where I work now are all awesome people. The guys and the girls. All of them are awesome people. All of them are happy to see the security guards sometimes. And all of them are, you know, um, happy to make friends with the security. Because there's absolutely no reason why they can't. It's not like I'm doing it. It's not like I'm going to do anything to, you know, cause them a problem. 
But, um, it's, it's just a thing. I like the people where I work now. I like the people where I worked in Florida. They were nice people. All nice people. I just don't like the site itself. I, I don't know what it is. I just don't like the site. So, you know, they can sue me if they want to. Can't get blood out of a turnip. But while I've talked y'all's ear off for 54 minutes and 50 some odd seconds at this point. 55 minutes at this point. Might as well be. Um, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and end this here. And, uh, If there wasn't that many stories being told tonight, I apologize, but y'all gotta understand, I've only got so many years under my belt, and I've only got so many stories to tell. Um, so yeah, there's not a whole lot that goes on with security. Not not with uh, unarmed guards, anyway. I don't know about armed guards, because I've never been one, but my mother has. She's actually aided the police in a shootout. But that's a story for another time, or a story that I've already told. Anyway, you guys, my party people, have a good week. And I will see you next week with another guard. Well, I was about to say guard on patrol. Uh... (laughs) With another, um, another podcast. Alright. Now to Sean with the generic outro. Take it away, Sean, and have a good night, party people. Hey everybody, so... I hope you liked tonight's podcast. And, uh... If you, uh... If you enjoyed this... And you are able to... I would hope that you would leave a like... Wherever you hear it from. If you're able to like it, I hope you like I hope you press the like button... If they got one. Uh... Just, um... Just having, just having even one person listening, you know, makes my day, makes my week. Uh, just doesn't make my whole week. <laughs> it makes my week, not my whole week. Alright, so, um, yeah. I um I hope that you guys uh enjoyed it and well 
I mean, uh, of course you enjoyed it. You wouldn't still be here if you didn't. Uh, so I will give you my opinions. The cigar is always good. And uh, I always enjoy talking to y'all and, and um, smoking a cigar while I do it. And of course, just throwing out my opinions is funny too. But, uh, yeah. Alright, well. As always, my uh, opinion is you should come back for more. I do, I do, I'm doing it weekly. So, come back for more next week. I try to do it every Sunday if I can, but sometimes my phone decides to be stupid. Um, yeah. Alright, you guys have a good one, and I will see you next time. Bye, my party people.